Hey everyone, my name is Evan Bieber and welcome to Pop Rocks Interviews. This podcast shares conversations with some of my favorite independent or up-and-coming artists. Pop Rocks is also a live radio show every Tuesday at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. All of these interviews and more can be found on our website, poprocksbk.com. Pollyanna is a four-piece New Jersey band consisting of power pop, loud rock, bubble grunge, and punk influences. Earlier this year, they released a deluxe edition of their EP Sugarcoat with a fresh perspective under their new label, I Surrender Records. We caught up to chat about how Jill and Dan met when they were in just first grade, to starting a band at 13, to their most recent success. Since this interview, they released their latest single, Slut, off their debut full-length album called Slime, out on June 17th. Also, I apologize in advance for some audio technical difficulties. How you guys doing? Oh, we're good. We're good. It's so good to see you again. Um, I have been loving stalking you and watching all your shows and all your, like, everything that you're doing. It was just so much since last time I saw you, which was October. (laughs) Yeah, when we played that show together. Yes, it was so much fun. Um, I kind of wanted to just, like, start by talking about kind of back to the beginning of Pollyanna, or I guess even before that, because Jill and Dan, you guys met in first grade. Yeah. 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 We've, we've known each other for a long time. That's crazy. When you met, was it, was it like, I mean, you probably don't remember in first grade, but was it like instant friendship? I remember. remember. So I was actually in a different class at the time and I didn't do my homework that day. I was one of the only few kids that didn't (laughs) do their homework and they sent me into the other teacher's classroom, uh, which was Jill's teacher at the time and uh, put me at a table with a bunch of other kids that also didn't do their homework that night. And that was the first time I met Jill. So Jill didn't do her homework either. Yeah, yeah, we did do our homework in first grade. And yeah, we were at this table together. And I just remember like, like there was a couple other kids too, but it, it was, that was just the first time I, uh, yeah. Then I walked out of the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah then I, I don't said. remember that. I just remember like getting like bullied by these kids and Dan would be like that's not cool don't say that and he was like my homie in class like we never hung outside of yeah. class um like in for in when we were that young but he was just like my homie who would back me up and then I moved two minutes away so I went to a different elementary school and then we obviously like met again um in middle school mm-hmm. so we already had like known each other we knew who each other were you know what I mean so yep. and then in eighth grade once I started getting like more into guitar and I wanted to start a band I was on a hunt for um, a drummer or a bassist and Dan did both. So we started like jamming um, like covers and all the shit. And we like, we're just like, we had, we went through so many different like singers. Cause I didn't really sing at the time. So we just had so many different people, but the only people who stayed was, was me and Dan. We just kept jamming with each other. So, and That's, at that time we were, we were 14. So yeah, it was years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like almost eight years ago now. Yeah. That's, That's crazy. crazy. What was your music like back then? Oh man. So we like to cover a lot of um like pop songs and and like like at the time one of our big influences like when we first met was uh, our last night and they were doing a lot of like um really really like just just making pop like songs metal. metal exactly like, almost like like that was so, a thing back in the day yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. pop goes punk yeah. yeah absolutely so, so we we did a lot of that which was like, I guess our first, honestly, our first take of like writing, mm-hmm. because we would do a lot of, obviously we, we started out doing a bunch of covers, but we would like make them our own. Yeah, we would start like creative messing yeah. with them. And then like, it wasn't until like late, like 
later in eighth grade when when I started writing songs and I brought that to the to the like the table and mm -hmm. we started just like jamming and making our own stuff but it was definitely a lot more pop punk it was definitely a lot um I, I, I honestly probably more poppier yeah it was very um, posy yeah but that's that's how it sounded back then is that when you guys were chasing down sunset was that yeah your this was, oh, was you've done your homework this was before chasing down sunset this oh, okay. was yeah, I'm not about no, well, we were stuck in a daydream at that mm -hmm. point. We weren't even chasing down sunset yet. That that was like, like that mid. That <laughs> was like cool mid freshman year. So like when we first started jamming and we first started doing covers, we were before chasing down sunset was stuck in a daydream. I don't consider that because we didn't really put any music out. We were just like we recorded. Graders, but... We recorded three songs with Mr. Cirillo though. <laughs> what are those? Are those are with our teacher lost? Yeah. One of, one oh of our, no, yeah. the lost files. The yeah. lost files. <laughs> but. We when never did anything serious. If we, if we yeah. like, I guess starting serious is when we entered freshman year um, <laughs> together. And I remember it was like the first week of school in, in uh, freshman year. And Dan bought a big, a big like drawing pad of, of like a bunch of like 10 to 15 different band names. And we're oh. like, all right, we're doing this. Like we're going to start a band. It's going to be a pop punk band. It's going to be like five piece. We got to find a singer. We got to find this, that. And we just chose take Chasing Down Sunset out of all the names he put, um, which is funny because he also chose Pollyanna. Dan, Dan chose pretty much all the, all the names. Really? Yeah. That's I mean, so I just cool. suggested that we did them, but we, we both agreed, definitely. Yeah, but you found it. Yeah, yeah. like we'll flip through the dictionary one day. Um, but when yeah, what did you say? When did you like uh, turn to or decide to, to start Pollyanna or change, your I brand? guess, change your band name? Yeah, that was brand. after... Yeah, that was after many um, just jamming with friends that were in school with us, friends that we've heard of that weren't in school with us, or, you know, different programs and stuff. And um, ultimately, it always was just Jill and I at the end of the day yeah. and through through all the thick and thin with with all the members coming in and out. And we were just like, let's just rebrand. And this was 2017. Well, the main reason why we wanted to rebrand is because we kept going like I didn't get, I wasn't really a singer for most like of the time until until junior year and like I was writing all the songs at mm -hmm. that point or I always was writing the songs yeah. and we would just kept switching through singers and we were just like you know what why don't I just sing and so then we immediately like the whole dynamic of the band changed immediately yeah like, the stuff you were shows. the stuff you were writing was way more mature musically yeah. than than the chasing down sunset like like super hardcore pop punk. Yeah. Uh -huh. So everything, so like even we the just dynamic, like, yeah, yeah, even just the music and what we like the shows just, and everything. Yeah. So we were like, all right, we're not the same band we were. I'm front, I'm in the center now. Like it's different. Mm -hmm. And we should just we should rebrand and like, you know, come up with a whole new name and start Aesthetic. start fresh, you know? Yeah. 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 That's really cool. And that was that was exactly that was April 2017. All yeah. right. And then Brandon, you joined in 2019. Yeah, I think so. I could. It's been a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And yeah, how, did, was, how, how did you guys all meet? Facebook. Jill posted on Facebook they were looking for a bassist for tour. And, you know, I responded. And, uh, you know, we clicked. Yeah, absolutely. So it yeah, it started up being very, like, a professional thing because we really just, like, we needed somebody to take on tour. Mm -hmm. And then, the first, like, we didn't really bond or, like, really know each other besides just being bandmates until we went on tour, which actually literally the same thing with Jack, because, um, yeah, same exact trajectory, just, like, a year later. Yeah, basically, <laughs> but, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it's funny, because we met on a Facebook group, because we were in desperate need right? for, 
a touring oh, basis. And then like by the second tour we did with them, yeah. we were actually in Toronto. And I was like, yo, you want to just be in the band? It was like, yeah. <laughs> That's then, amazing. Yeah. Cause like uh, I, from all the, the, the videos and just from like you guys right now and just from like seeing you in person too, it seems like you guys just have so much fun together. Like you guys were meant to be a band. <laughs> no, definitely. I think that's the greatest part because like we don't know how to just be bandmates. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like it's not like we just practice and leave, like we hang out. And I mean, that's how we wrote the whole album. Like if we weren't friends, I don't think our, like I'm talking about our album that's unreleased by the way. Oh, um, it's released sometimes, but, but like <laughs> that's yeah I know but like honestly I don't think that the album would have been written in the way it was or really in the context of any way because we wrote it solely based on our friendship and going to cabins together and like experiencing a bunch of stuff together so it's it's really nice that's so special I cannot wait to hear the new songs I'm, I'm so, <laughs> we, we should send it to you after this mm. yes please I would love to hear um <laughs> so you could have teased it along yeah, with us yeah that's uh, that's amazing <laughs> i cannot wait to hear uh but i yeah. do want to talk about um your ep sugarcoat even before the deluxe edition mm -hmm. um how was what was it like recording for that ep scattered but it was it was a learning experience because <clears throat> so and also it really tells a story in my opinion or it gives it gives like a path of like to tell the story with how all four of us like formed because time stamps yeah because yeah, that's me cool. and dan the first song surprisingly we recorded out of that uh ep was grown apart yeah me and it was just me and dan it was just dan and i for a really long for like i want to say like eight months it was just the two of us um as like we were rolling as a two-piece and we recorded um with uh nick star from long island we recorded with him in his basement that song just the two of us he played bass um and, and we kind of just, you know, did it the two of us. And then once we met Brandon and then uh, we, we went on tour with him, we recorded two more songs. I think it was, I promise I'm lying and good for you. It was good for and you Brandon now. recorded with us. So then it was three of us. Uh, then a year later or almost a year later, like I want to say eight months roll, roll by, we have Jack record, don't stay. And I don't know why. why. So yeah. it was basically just like, first song was the two of us then the third member joined and then the last two like the four. and it was just like it was such a learning experience because it really like came together and you could start to hear how much like brought like I don't know how much more specific um the songs get mm -hmm. with their take on it you know yeah wow that's incredible I didn't even know that that yeah. it kind of like builds on it took a while it, it definitely took a while but um I think we just needed that learning experience because we didn't really know like where we were going with anything for a while like we were just writing songs and like what are, you know what I mean like where are they gonna go and um and I think that it's it's good that it's an EP because it's it for me it's like a collection of songs over that experience of of us forming a form forming as a four-piece and like forming to where we needed to be because Dan and I looked for so long like who were going to be the right candidates to like match us and match our energy and be the right people that we need and we thought we had them you know a, a lot of times, times. But I think this EP really shows like, like the forming of the the full and like legit lineup of yeah, Pollyanna. Absolutely. And now I, I kind of want to talk about that some of the music videos from that EP also because again, just fun. Like you, you guys just exude like fun energy, good times. Oh. Um, I love the Don't Say video. 
Oh, that was, uh, that was really fun. Yeah, that was a really fun one. Yeah, too. Chris, Chris Kunishuk really knocked it out of the park there. So good. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about the song? Don't Stay? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that one was one of, out of all of them, that one, it's so weird to say one of the later ones written, like one of the more recent, because now it's so old, but yeah. <laughs> um, I actually, like, it wasn't a full current. He just helped me. Uh, my friend, Mike Sharapa, um of the band range life he he helped me write a lot of it um it's it's basically about like like a conflicting like you're a conflict in your mind of like not wanting to be there in the situation that you're in with somebody but also like you can't help it so it's like kind of like obviously it's you can tell tell in a song like there's such a contrast and i think that also tells um a story throughout the whole ep of like should i do this i'm gonna do it anyway i don't want to do it but should I not do, you know what I mean? It's whole, yeah. it's like devil and angel. Um, and I think that song really portrays that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favorites from your EP. Oh, so thanks. Good. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a fun one too. I feel like that's out of all the ones that we're gonna continue playing live once we release this album, it's probably gonna be, probably gonna be that one. Yeah. Maybe. That, Cause that's a good one. Nice. Uh, and now I want, to, I want to talk about your the deluxe edition via I Surrender Records. Congratulations, it's huge. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you put out two stripped down versions. Of, you put out I Don't Know Why and uh, Don't Stay. And the super fun, the hyper pop version of I Promise I'm Lying, which is yeah. my personal favorite of the new ones, just because I'm so glad. <laughs> hyper pop, come on. <laughs> we had to, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like with the deluxe, you got to throw some, some crazy shit I Had to there, do it to you know? him. We had to. Um, I I love because that. like it's so fun. Yeah. It's you know it's it's a lot of fun. It's definitely definitely a, a booty shaking one that we're we're never gonna have again. <laughs> um, but um, uh, I I think that the reason why we wanted to do the the deluxe is because like we feel like obviously when we rec- when we released the EP originally it was very much in the midst of the pandemic. So like yeah. we couldn't play show. We couldn't even not only like not tour. We couldn't even play a show. Yeah. So. We wanted to re-release it and like we had those like we had a bunch of like super soft sad acoustic songs we threw two on um and it just kind of came together of like here's us doing the same thing but like an extra an extra light on it you know yeah which is like really good too especially because your album or your ep is like a live album like to me it's like it should be heard live it, it, oh. I think your live shows, um, which I guess we can talk, we should talk about your winter tour because mm-hmm. you guys went on tour with Late Waves and I watched all of your recap videos and that looked like such a fun, fun tour. It was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely the best one. It wasn't, that. it wasn't for sure. That, that we really yeah. did have fun. Yeah. yeah. You guys want to talk about the one? Yeah, go, go listen to Late Waves. Yeah, go this listen to Late Waves. And they're so fun. I do love Late Waves as well. <laughs> great, great, really great The tour was a lot of fun. We went, uh, you know, up to Connecticut and then all the way down to North Carolina. And yeah, it was a great two weeks. We didn't get COVID until we got back. So that's a bonus. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys kind of toured, I would say, at kind of the perfect timing, right? Like it was, yeah, it was. like it was a little window. Yeah. Towards, towards the end of the run when we were starting to see the cases get like really scary and you know like we were really diligent with like making sure everyone was masked up a lot of shows had a required fax cards and proof of negative tests so like we were pretty safe but then we got home and then yeah yeah yeah. 
It was the last show we played. The last show we played, it was actually in Albany, and we were opening up for a band called State Champs. Oh, yeah. And it we was know like, State Champs. <laughs> you know, so it was like way bigger than we're used to. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But overall, sense. like I feel like the the difference between this tour and like all the the other tours that we done is that like even though the shows weren't like the the biggest, like it didn't have the biggest crowd, especially because of COVID. Like we just had so many like memories and like we just had so much fun like with late waves and we just yeah. created so many different experiences and yeah. it just it honestly didn't feel like like it was like something that like we had like it never felt like something we had to do. Or, or you know play our shows like it just felt like we were having fun the whole time yeah it was like we were just hanging out with our friends it was like oh we just have like a two-van vacation we're just yeah. and it's like oh wait yeah. i have to play a show tonight yeah oh, shit. yeah we, in. we even we even got a uh a, an airbnb together on one of our off days which happened to be uh, shauna's birthday, Shana's yeah. birthday yeah. which is the drummer yeah it was just a good time it was a great time what was some of your favorite venues during the tour? So uh, I think, Charlotte? yeah, my favorite venue was uh, this place called the Milestone Club in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. It was like this like old punk venue and uh, Nirvana actually played there, which is like my favorite band. Wow. And like, I have that recording Nirvana at the Milestone, like on uh, vinyl. So it was- like, Oh my like, God. Crazy. It was That's a really cool venue. Um, I and like- that by the sound guy a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Jack uh, took over. He he left the laptop out. That was yeah. playing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he left it out. That's right. Yeah, so hey, sorry. Put on deftones. Like, exactly. Oh, you yeah. snooze, you lose. It was, it was left out there in the open. Right. I um, just seized the opportunity. I forget a lot of the venues. I like the New York one. Yeah, it was our wicked lady. Oh yeah, that it was, was, cool it was the because it was on the roof. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was the warmest show. It was the it warmest was show. <laughs> they had big giant heaters, blowing hot air. Oh. But it was at that show paint. right before we went on in the doorway. They were using a bucket of paint, <laughs> of white paint, a bucket of paint turned upside down to prop the door open. No. And like I walked through right before we're about to go on, and I step in all this paint. I had to use the singer of Late Waves, uh, Mikey, his shoes. I was wearing them on stage. And I had paint on my shirt. Wasn't it put, a good night for Brandon. It put me in a sour mood. This was oh, the first no. show of the tour, too. Yeah, this is day one. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. You yeah. were like, this is cursed. But it, it got better from there. Um, and then uh, after Late Waves played, they were playing uh, Enough's Enough on the they would yeah. play so it i don't know if you've ever uh seen this at a venue but after the band would go on they would play their music oh like isn't in between that interesting sets. that was so, that's interesting isn't it it was kind of weird kind of a little goofy if you ask me <laughs> yeah it just like continued right like, right no we just we just did that right right was it songs that they literally just did yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. that's funny you get to hear, you get to hear live version awesome yeah right <laughs> both versions um did you guys have any fun uh i know you said you had you had uh, shared an airbnb and had fun do you have any like specific fun stories in general that you want to share um um oh yeah let's choose our words wisely because <laughs> like there's stuff not even at the airbnb i feel like there was a moment wait 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 i do i do dogs the dogs oh, oh yeah yes. dogs. The peninsula dogs, dogs. this what story doesn't wait, even so sound real <laughs> A Klondike, uh, what was the other one? Vanessa, uh, Klondike, sub. and Turkey Yeah, sub. Vanessa, Turkey so, Sub. 
the morning we were supposed to leave checkout was at 11. Yeah. We did not leave until two, okay. but the people were very cool. It was literally on a lake. It was beautiful. It was, it was so cool. It was you, in like the probably... woods of Virginia and like, like, like not West Virginia, but West Virginia. You know what I mean? Actually, oh yeah. yeah West yeah. of Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically we, we were just like cooking. I think me and Dan were just cooking breakfast or whatever. Like everyone was like, you know, packing up and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was the morning we were supposed to place. leave. These dogs are running around, uh, these three dogs, and uh, Mikey actually was the first one to, like, see the Mikey and Alex, Mikey and Alex, yeah. And um, they just walked right into the to the cabin. They walked right into the Airbnb. The friendliest dogs you'll yeah. ever meet. One was a golden retriever. She was the leader of the pack. That was, we named her Vanessa. Vanessa. We, we named them ourselves. Okay, I love that. And then, um, the um, other one, boy. there was a big boy that was, uh, it was a black lab, yeah, Klondike. Yeah, Klondike, and then the uh, the, it was like it a was, short little fat was, dog. yeah, tiny and chunky. It was a big sausage. And yeah. uh, we named we named uh, Turkey Sub. Yeah, uh, tu- we, we Turkey, turkey Sub. Sub. Yeah. <laughs> so and they were bulling with us for like for uh, a pretty long totally left. We were like at first we were like, oh my god, whose dogs are these? Like, what's going on? Why are they just like randomly roaming this you know this area? So and we got in contact with the B and B owner, and uh, the B and B owner was like, uh, they're the neighborhood dogs. Yeah, they're just the neighborhood dogs. They live on the oh, peninsula yeah, the someone does take care of them but the three of them always stick together they're super friendly they just roam this peninsula that we happen to be staying on so, Isn't that insane? so the lots of people dogs the place we were staying yeah we were chilling with them inside the bnb is great the peninsula dogs but inside that's hilarious just that be our new band name peninsula, peninsula dogs right the future the future album name um <laughs> Also, uh, I know I said this before, but you guys are just so incredible live. Also, I really enjoyed like seeing your energy on stage. It was really inspiring, actually. And of course, and also you have like really devoted fans. There were people at this show that I was talking to at the bar who were just like, I love them so much. I like dro- they like drove out there to see you. Oh, yeah, we, you pay them. We pay yeah, them. exactly. They, they just you yeah. place them at each show. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It costs a lot of money, but I think overall it's worth it. It's so <laughs> worth it. It's so worth yeah. it. Um, no, like uh, on a, on a serious note, like Dan and I, we we never like. Like, I feel like, not, not that I know all of our, like, I definitely don't know all of our fans personally, but like, um, I feel like, like the way that we built any foundation of having fans was actually not the, the way that I feel like most bands did, especially now, like with like the pandemic and everything and like TikTok and, and social media, like you most like you you usually build a platform there but we we followed warp tour and we ended up getting on warp tour but we like handed out we were used to follow tours and would hand out cds yeah. like we made like most of our fans like, yeah like we made most of our yeah. fans by literally going to shows that of like bands that sounded a little bit like us or had the same type of fan base or even we bands that we just like were influenced by yeah. and wanted to see live like, yeah we would and always we would just, be promoting right and we would just hand out cds like we just wow. we would just give them out like handmade cds and that's that's how we made a lot of like a lot of fans that we have now like they we we met them at a yeah show. it's really cool like especially like like a couple times on tour like this past winter tour like even like people were like oh my god like i remember you guys giving me a cd while i was in line for warp tour or mm-hmm. in line for this you know tour or whatever and it was it was just really cool to see it like full circle and them like still being there because i feel like that's 
that's really the way to do it. That's mm-hmm. like our strength is being in person with someone and being I'm able to awesome. have a conversation and like kind of humanize the whole thing and mm-hmm. and then just you know go from there, which is cool. Yeah, that it really is crazy because that is pretty like old school style of of how your music would be heard. And it doesn't, I don't think happens that often nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I've when when there were festivals and there were uh, like more live shows. I don't think people were coming up to me and really trying to sell CDs or anything or last, last Warped Tour, which was a while ago, but last yeah. Warped Tour. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, I just want to talk about you guys opening up for state champs because at Frozen Fest, because that is huge. I was so hyped for you when I saw that. It was, it was, a, it was definitely the greatest show we've ever played. For sure. It was the yeah. best show of all time. I mean, it was the biggest show we've ever played to date. It's so, a great way to end the tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously. That was the last date. Um, the craziest thing is that that was not planned. Like that actually did happen three days, three days before it the show happened. We yeah. didn't know for until two days. Until before. Two days before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like three days. We kind of got the offer, like, "Hey, are you guys around?" We were yeah. like, "Yes." <laughs> so we will make yeah. ourselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, we had a, yeah, that was crazy because we were in. Lancaster, PA, when we got the call. And the next day we were in uh, Long Island. And then we had to drive from Long Island to Pittsburgh and then Pittsburgh to Albany. So it was just such a long drive. It was a it, it was, was a fun it. thing because yeah. we had to, you know, change our itinerary to figure out, you know, like where are we gonna stay. And I yeah. remember we had 12 hours to figure out where we were staying that night to get from Pittsburgh to Albany, figure yeah. out where we were staying that night. Yeah, and you know all the logistics of oh we're playing like a sold out massive (laughs) yeah it was it the fact that like we were honestly like it i feel like because it was just stressful like the whole like situation of like having to shift gears so the fact that we were able to do that like kind of it made me feel like proud of us because it wasn't only just like it wasn't just like a planned out thing and the fact that we were able to pull it off made me feel like really good you know what i mean because it was just like we did not, ex- we had no idea yeah. like that in a way it was, so was going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, in a way it was surreal. Like, was. like I know for, for Jill and I, like back when we like started chasing out Sunset and stuff, one of our, you know, big influences was, was State Champs. Champs with their Finer Things album yeah. dropping and everything. And we uh, like love them. Like I used to cover them. Yeah, stuff, so. still be, yeah, still be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, right, That's insane. Well, um, it was surreal. Yeah, it, it was, it was cool to like get that news and, and while it was, yeah, like kind of like, holy shit we gotta like shift gears hardcore on tour it was it was definitely worth it definitely paid off and like we got such a good response from everyone like at first it was kind of kind of like like we couldn't really tell what the the fuck are these people but by the end of the set people completely flipped them around and like they were they were going nuts for us and it was it was was super yeah it was super humbling and definitely like 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 joe said one of the best shows we've ever played to date so wow that's yeah i i saw um in my like i was just like watching a lot of your like making of uh videos on youtube which i love i always love those but um i loved in the i don't know why making of jill you're actually wearing a state champs hoodie which i thought was so like you're right sweet you're right. i was like oh look at this full circle moment yeah, you're right. I, wow you wow i didn't I even know that i didn't even know that myself so yes it was so of course, I was like, oh, this is so cool. She's wearing state champs. Yeah, and then yeah. you open for state champs. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, it, it is crazy, the whole thing. And, and also, I posted 
when when I first started singing in 2015, I posted a uh, um, like a 15 second video of me covering it on Instagram. If you were to scroll down on my my personal Instagram, like years back, you'll time. find a you'll find a <laughs> great champs. I might cover. I might do that after just for fun because right. that sounds fun. Um, before <laughs> I let you guys go, I know you probably can't tell me too much, but you brought it up. What can you tell me about what we can expect in the future? Summertime. We're gonna be the band that tells people what we shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially because we're so excited. What do you want to know? Yeah, what do you want to know? I want to know all the things that we uh, are contractually not allowed to tell you. About. <laughs> just, I'll right just, I'll just say it. <laughs> we'll give out all the information. Just censor <laughs> all of it. <them>. Yeah. <laughs> How's um, that? Has the recording been fun? It, oh, this is this is like like I hate to shit on everything else, but like we're twenty million times more excited about this release than we ever have been for anything else we've ever done. Totally. Especially because like we wrote this shit together. Like this was done collectively as the four of as us. the four of us. Like mm-hmm. we've experienced yeah, like front to back, all four of us. Like no stone left unturned. Like there there was yeah. no like oh I'm learning a song that like I didn't write. Like none right, of that. Right. Like we were all like we we are wow. like. The cra- the coolest thing is that like it doesn't feel like it's just like my emotion in the song anymore. It's everybody's emotion in this entire record. Like it's so it really is so special to us. We obviously can't like say anything crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's so special to us because like all four of us like really we really put our heart and soul into it. And um, it's it's definitely like we we'll say this. It's heavier a lot a lot heavier than the last release or anything we've ever done. Um, it's more abrasive um honest and it's and it's way more honest it's, Super it's honest. completely uncensored wow um, yeah it's way more bold and uncensored and it's kind of like what i've it's basically what i've been afraid but i've been wanting to do since i was like 12. Whoa. So, i think we could all agree yeah on that yeah well i can't oh, wait yeah. to hear <laughs> yeah so we can't wait to show you you'll you'll it it will be getting released in a few months, so it's Ooh, it's sweet. not like it's very far. It's yeah, no. So this let's, is let, let's uh, let's phrase it as something we can't get in trouble for. It'll be coming out later, later, yeah. later this year, <laughs> at some point. <laughs> it will be coming out after today. Yeah, <laughs> some point in the future. I think, say, I think you can say right now we're in the process of, um, like creating all the videos for it. So yeah, we're, we're like trying to do all these music. Yeah, videos. so right now we're we're in a very like a super we're just super super busy as a band right now because there's so many like we've we've done all we we did all the music part and now we have to focus on all like the the, the visual yeah, yeah marketing and visual that, that takes so much time <laughs> oh yeah so i feel like i honestly feel like we're more busy than we were when we were actually recording and getting the mixes yeah. back and everything like that. Yeah, oh, that recording yeah. was that. That was easy. That was, that was the fun yeah. part. Yeah. And it's we're so definitely crazy. really fortunate to have uh the team that we do have. Yeah. Like uh like them entertainment yeah. and one down there. And even I surrender records, yeah. they they're all super involved and, and very yeah for what we have coming yeah. in store. And it's 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 good, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome to have like a team behind us of people that are People. equally is enthused about the right, stuff we're doing right. if not like more than we right, are right wow yeah that's that's and incredible to have gabby and bob and alex <laughs> shout out gabby bob and alex <laughs> um so oh abby yeah shout out to abby um oh yeah and um oh. shout out to abby it's her birthday yes yes uh, happy birthday abby i saw on the gram yeah. <laughs> 
thanks for connecting us and yes. enjoy your day. Yes. Well, you guys, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was awesome to hang out with you and chat with you. And I can't wait to hear your new music. We gotta send it to you. Yes, we please, please yeah. do. I'd love to hear it. Just don't leak it. I would never do that. Yeah. And, and everyone watching, stay tuned. Um, yes. Stay thank tuned. you so much. We were, we're really we're very fortunate to have this interview and we really appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's very nice to talk to you again. Hey, if you like what you heard today and you want to hear even more interviews, follow our podcast at Pop Rocks Interviews. And if you're bored and you have a minute, give us a rating on Spotify or iTunes. Also, feel free to follow us on social media at Pop Rocks BK.